Everybody to another edition of the Ramp Check Podcast. I'm Tony. I'm Aaron. Good afternoon. It's Ryan. <laughs> it is afternoon. That's <laughs> what was that? I said instead of morning when oh. we should have actually started. But <laughs> good afternoon. Good Go morning. Keep going, Tony. Q99. No. <laughs> anyway. Um, coming up on today's edition of the Ramp Check Podcast, uh gonna talk a little bit about um the unfortunate accident of uh, aircraft 909, the B-17, that went mm-hmm. down at, in uh, Windsor Connecticut. Locks, Connecticut. Yeah. Um, we'll also talk about some air show information. We're about a month away from Aviation Nation at Nellis Air Force Base. Uh, we're really excited about that. Um, and uh, some other stuff. But uh, let's lead off with... Um, uh, a thank you to everybody out there who follows our Instagram, which mm-hmm. is at Ramp Check Global. We are at uh, over 2,200 followers now. So, yes. um, now for some of you guys like Texas Ave Geek, that might not sound like much, but Texas uh, Afterburner. That's what I said. Texas, Texas Afterburner. Ave Geek is TX Ave Geek. I, I, God, I get them mixed up every <laughs> single time. Anyway, y'all know Jacob and Colin, so yes. you know. Um, some good friends of the podcast and, of course, our Instagram page. But, uh, but we're thrilled. We're at uh, over 2,200 followers now. A um, lot of listeners to the podcast, and of course, the Ramp Check podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and uh, SoundCloud. So thanks again for listening, subscribing, and sharing the podcast. And um, also, uh, just recently, uh, we've had a pretty big surge at the uh, Ram Swag store. That's uh, right. Aaron, you want to kind of give yeah, us some details so we, about that? Yeah, we we actually, over the last month, has uploaded, have uploaded quite a bit of, like, new designs, and, and we got T-shirts, a lot more stickers, hats. Um, uh, we started to upload some, you know, warmer or cooler weather stuff, like, you know, uh, long-sleeve shirts, hoodies, uh, we have our uh, jogger pants on there, which are beanies. really cool. Beanies. beanies on there. Yeah. I have the jogger pants, which are very nice. Yeah, they're awesome. But I need to get some more. Yeah, definitely. I know. I, I need to get some too. Um, but uh, yeah, there, there's been quite a quite a number of you that have been ordering, and and when your order comes in, you're you're posting a photo or a video or something, and we appreciate that. It's awesome to to have our stuff out and about in the Avgeek community. And we just can't yeah. uh, thank you enough for, for those purchases. Um, and um, another thing that we do, too, is is randomly we'll just we'll, we'll pick somebody out and, and just send them something for free. Because why not? What the hell? You know, we're right. We're all this big av geek family. And um, I actually have to um, to to tell you this funny story about that is um uh, one of our followers, and we follow him, and we've actually met him uh, and his father shooting and covering uh, Red Flag uh-huh. this year, um, uh, Jeffrey uh, Arnwine. 
Uh-huh. If I'm pronouncing that right, I hope I am. At Airstrike Images, At Airstrike right? underscore yes. images. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got, you know, tons of followers too. So um, most Av Geeks know, know about him, but he's California-based. He lives in California. And um, he goes to quite a few uh, aviation events. And, you know, like I said, he covered, you know, some red flag mm-hmm. this, this summer, uh, this year, I guess I should say. And um, he always would have a hat on like a San Francisco Giants or a San Jose Sharks. I think they're still the San Jose, right? The yeah, Sharks, the Sharks. hockey team. Uh-huh. So sure, yeah. I don't follow baseball and hockey as, as much as, you know, um, a lot of other people do. But um, um, but he's at these air shows with the, the, this hat, you know, these hats on. And I'm like, man, you know, he really needs like an Av Geek hat or he needs some kind of aviation hat. And to be honest, there's not really a lot of great hats out there mm-hmm. that are aviation i mean there are some cool ones right but um ours are cooler but <laughs> yeah so so we messaged him and he was like we're like hey dude you need an avgi cat so bad you need something you know to wear because he takes a lot of selfies when he meets the demo teams and uh-huh. you know and a lot of air show performers and and uh you know he's super stoked about av avgeek anything aviation like we are and so, so uh, yeah, we sent him one of our really cool uh, black with red thread uh, mm-hmm. Avgi cats, and now he's wearing it to the shows, and and uh, you know he's posting photos of you know his recent interactions Seen it on with his them. Instagram. Yeah, story, it's so yeah. it's just it, it's cool. So so you never know. We we may just pick you out of the blue and uh, be like, hey, what would you like? Now now this doesn't necessarily mean don't buy stuff from the Ramp Swag <laughs> yeah, store. Exactly. So so we send you stuff for free, but we are nice <laughs> that way, and uh, and we'll send stuff. But um, yeah, we try to spread the love as much as possible. Right, we and appreciate- I. Definitely need more Ramp Swag stuff because, um, you know, we've got the Aviation Nation Air Show at Nellis Air Force Base yeah. coming up here in uh, in just over a month. So I we've got our Remove Before Flight stuff, um, which I think I want to get. Um, and uh, I need a beanie. I, I need a, yeah. ramp, a ramp check beanie. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've got those on there. But and go we've got to... like the full line of Avgeek shirts mm-hmm. and stickers, which are cool. They That's have what the I'm wearing today. Yeah, the 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 front profile silhouette of like I mean anything from SR seventy one to a seven forty seven um, to an XB seventy to an Apache helicopter, A tens, Vipers, F fourteens. I mean. We've got it on there. And um, another thing I want to mention, too, is um, we appreciate the comments and the suggestions that we get because um, sometimes we don't have, like, a certain type of aircraft or something mm-hmm. on the Ramp Swag store. And we'll get messages and, and you know, hey, could you guys do this or could you do that? And uh, we, we try to accommodate, you know, every single request. Absolutely. Uh, most of the time we can we can do your request. We can do it in a pretty, you know, quick matter of time. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a quick story just on that. I, I had, um, you know, somebody message us um, where he really wanted an F-35C shirt or a sticker or something with the words the bat because the f-35c is the carrier variant where it has the big wing uh-huh. and you know the beefier landing gear whatever well in the sky it, it does with the wings it looks like a bat flying because the wings are so big compared to the the a and the b model and and so um 
I do all of our graphic design work, so I sat down. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can I can do this whatever. Uh-huh. So I I um, uh, created a silhouette of a sea model with a gray angle that has the wings, just like you know, looks like it's spread out of the bat with a little little bat icon there and it just says the bat and That's it's awesome. it's pretty badass how it turned out so let me point out because <laughs> i'm just gonna preface this with you know you're an av geek when oh, dot 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 absolutely do you have uh i i really want a c model instead of the a or the b i mean yep, most I people wouldn't First off, most people, regular people off the streets would be like, oh, that's a cool Air Force jet. Yeah, I know. And, I know. Well, look at that but jet. But they wouldn't even know the type of it, like an F-35. But then, like, you know, we've got some really cool F-35 stuff. Yeah. But to message us and say, um, ask for a C model. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah. So keep that coming. That's I cool. love that we, kind of we, stuff. Me too. I, I love that's, the interaction and... And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's cool. So, um, yeah, keep, keep the messages coming. Um, we appreciate the purchases, you know, keep buying, Mm -hmm. uh, let's get this av geek and ramp check stuff out there. And, uh, you know, the more and more that goes out, the more and more we can create and, um, the more and more we will. And, and again, when you get your ramp swag, post a picture of yourself wearing the ramp swag, Hashtag RCG Ramp Swag. Right. And um, uh, tag us in it as yeah, well at Ramp Check Global. Good and job, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Hit <laughs> Sink that one. That's a great idea. We'll come up with the Ramp Check Global song. <laughs> no, maybe not. So, what was that again? At what? One, two, three. Ramp, Ramp Check, Check Global. Global. Okay. <laughs> wow. Hey, now. Hold on, you can't harmonize because all three of us went higher. So, all right, now. No, we're not doing Um, that again. And a couple of ways to get the ramp swag, of course, is go to our website, Mm -hmm. www.rampcheckglobal.com, or you can go to our not so newly launched, because we've had it for a couple of months now, but um, rampcheckreport.com. Uh, right at the very top, you'll see a big banner and a link that'll take you yeah. right there to our Ramp Swag store. Yeah. Um, and uh, of course, while you're on Ramp Check Report, a lot of great stories on there, uh, both aviation and aerospace related. Mm-hmm. Try to keep you up to date as uh, as as current as possible. Um, and uh, yeah, we provide a, a, a one website where. Th- like the most comprehensive news coverage of aviation mm-hmm. aerospace that's why we created it it has the best links to the best aviation aerospace journalist sites mm-hmm. um aviation links, aerospace resources resources links links for pilots uh links mm-hmm. for enthusiasts um and uh we constantly update that with the latest stories and breaking news stories um in the aviation aerospace industry so yeah check it out bookmark it uh go to it every day go to it several times a day um and uh, share the word on that yeah share it with your friends and family i know uh we've got a lot of listeners who actually work in the aerospace industry Mm -hmm. not just av geeks uh like ourselves now we've all of course worked in the aerospace industry but um, um share it with your friends in the industry i know there's a lot of uh a lot of flight dispatchers that listen to uh, the Ramp Check podcast. And uh, when you're there, you've got a little downtime. Um, 
go go to ramcheckreport.com. There's a link. If if anything's <clears throat> if, if anything relevant or current is happening in aviation or aerospace, yeah. you're gonna find a link yeah. to that on right. Ramp Check Report. And, and there's there's also a form that that you can actually fill out right on the website mm -hmm. where if you have any breaking news or you have any news that you don't see uh, covered on there um, or a link to to something that you see uh, you can actually submit it right from the website so um, we just we want to keep it you know the most up-to-date and current of all the most important stories so mm -hmm. um, yeah feel free to submit um, any uh, breaking news or any information or even any suggestions because we, we like to read them all. So, um, yeah, and if you have any questions on that, you can uh, DM us uh, at RampCheckGlobal. Um, you can email us through the RampCheckGlobal website. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of different ways to get in touch with us here at the RampCheck Podcast, RampCheck Report. So, mm -hmm. yep. um, But thanks again for listening and spreading the word. So our first real official story, it's kind of sad. Um mm -hmm. Uh, it was um, uh, just over a week ago, uh, we lost um, uh, one of the few remaining B-17s that are still actually flying. Yeah. Uh, 909 mm -hmm. uh, was its uh, nickname, I guess, or her nickname, or his nickname. It was, it's a her, right? They refer <laughs> to her, her as a she. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. sure. Probably a yeah. she. Uh, um, but uh, Aaron, if you want to give us some details on that uh, particular story, uh very sad news out of Windsor Locks, Connecticut. Chances are you guys have probably read about this or heard about it by now. Oh, yeah. Anybody but, in the aviation community has, has right. known about 909. Exactly. And, and but since down. we're a podcast, yeah. you know, um, we can, uh, we're, we're going to discuss it now on the latest Yeah, episode. definitely. So, um, um, so I want to read an article that, that appeared on Forbes.com. Mm -hmm. And it's really, I think it's an important article because when, when you hear when something like this happens um you get a lot of naysayers and a lot of people that don't understand aviation and the history of aviation and what aviation does uh for us as you know globally mm -hmm. um and what aviation has done to stop tyrants and to stop you know the nazis and mm -hmm. to stop terrorism yeah. and and how important it is and how important it is to keep the legacy of that alive Right. And and to keep it in front of the public and and to share it, you know, with everybody across the globe. And you get, you know, these some of these politicians like uh, Senator Blumenthal. I believe he's from Kentucky or excuse me, Connecticut. Duh. Blumenthal. Anyway, and I actually I, I can't stand the guy. Um, and, you know, he, he's already been calling for, you know, does the government need to have more oversight for these, you know, these these legacy companies like the Commemorative Air Force or the Collings Foundation? Jeez. or And it's like he doesn't have a flying – and I'm not going to use the F word because of the sad situation that right. we're, we're covering. But he doesn't have a clue what these companies do and and the, the countless hours and volunteer time that the ground maintainers – mechanics pilots these companies he has no idea he well, just he's just a politician just you know just blasting his annoying ass mouth well these politicians they take situations like yeah. these and they talk to their publicists and and they're always strategizing oh, they, yeah, i don't i don't so give annoying. a shit what type of politician 
these people are, or most politicians, is all they're trying to do is get reelected. So, yeah. you know, he talks to his publicist, hey, so um, this B whatever plane crash, yeah. I'm, I'm quoting, I mean, this is not a quote, yeah, obviously, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying. This is going to be a great opportunity for you to get out there and create some buzz and blah, blah. Yeah, it's, it's all so, just it's so annoying. political and, and bullshit. These are nonprofit companies right. that are trying to keep this legacy and this heritage <clears throat> alive. Right. And what, seriously, what point would regulating them do? What? Well, you don't need to. And Aaron's going to read yeah. the articles, so I, I won't say too much about it, but... They talk about in the article, which is why it was pretty good, about how some media um, outlets have been, like, saying they're, like, fly-by-night operations yeah, and all that, which bullshit. is so not true. They're organizations that are run, like, I mean... They're ab geeks. They live in yeah, green aviation. exactly, and everything's like gone over and said they, they hold all the FAA standards and all that kind of stuff. And Well, even above and beyond. Well, that's right. what I'm saying. Like, it's not... It's not like they're saying, hey, Jim, bring over your grandson and help us turn this wrench. Like, they're actually accredited type organizations. And once again, the article will say, like, this is how Air Force veterans can like remember and well, be yeah, remembered. How, yeah. you know these back. aircraft so, helps them and the fact that these guys are volunteers yeah. and not paid employees that doesn't change a thing about their qualifications no. right. and and what they're doing on the right. aircraft so yeah so go anyway ahead, th this article is written by uh, Dave um, Deptula I hope I said his Deptula name. Deptula or Deptula. Yeah, or Deptula. Anyway, anyway I don't um, think anyone's going to be too offended. Yeah, no, he's... he's Sorry, a, Dave. He's a contributor on Forbes.com. Uh, the title is Keep History Flying, Warbirds in the Wake of the B-17 Crash. So, this article is written uh, during the week of the accident. It says, this week, a World War II-era B-17 tragically crashed in Connecticut. Words fall short in trying to provide comfort to the loved ones of those departed. Prayers are extended for them and those recovering uh, from their wounds because there were seven deaths and several injuries. Now, there were 11 people on board, I is think, that right? I believe so. so that that yeah. sounds about right. Um, and seven uh, of the uh, passengers and crew were killed, including the two pilots, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Um, as we absorb what happened, it's important to understand the context behind the flight. Across America, a select number of educational organizations have restored historic military aircraft to flying condition to honor veterans, serve as educational tools, and inspire future generations. These are not fly-by-night operations, as some in the media have conjectured. Now, exactly yeah, what you're is, saying. Yeah. That, is, that is such bullshit that anybody would say that. Um, these organizations are comprised of incredibly talented individuals subject to Federal Aviation Administration standards and oversight specifically formulated for this class, class of vintage aircraft. These rules cover the aircraft restoration process, ongoing maintenance, pilot qualifications, and flight operations. Um, harnessing considerable private resources, these organizations seek to make history come alive for the general public. It comes down to a simple principle. Watching historical aircraft roar to life, thunder down the runway, and soar into the sky is far more interesting, engaging, and memorable than viewing dust-covered planes hanging from a uh, uh, museum ceiling. 
Wow. <laughs> that, that, that is a pretty strong... I mean, we love the museums, but right. that's a great statement right there. It yeah, is. It definitely. really is. To, to actually see something come to life, like he says, well, to, and actually do what it was designed to do. To see Why? it, to hear it, to feel it. It's true. Yeah, yeah, well, it's just like at the Hill Air Force Base Museum here in Ogden, Utah, like when we got to experience that SR-71 sit in the yeah, cockpit. Yeah. All that is badass, but I'm sure it's nothing like seeing it yeah, actually the, the real in thing, operation. Like, you in know? operation, so yeah. That's like cool. I have. Just, I know. I just to, Tony has out. seen an SR-71 yeah. fly, so yeah. that's awesome. Um, so the article continues. Um, the opportunity for members of the public to fly in one of these historic aircraft, a wholly different experience in flying on a modern commercial airliner, increases the impact even further you can read a book or watch a movie about flying and fighting uh, in world war ii but it's impossible to truly grasp what air crews endured unless you fly in a vintage warbird yourself and mm-hmm. i i've flown in several warbirds mm-hmm. i've had those opportunities and i can say you know on a personal level you gain so much more respect for what these uh you know war fighters had to go through back in world war ii oh, and man. and other wars i mean the the conditions the, the conditions the, the cold the heat the being shot at when you're up flying at 30 degrees below zero you mm-hmm. know shooting out of the waist gunner position of a b-17 unpressurized unpressurized wearing an oxygen mask mm-hmm. i mean it's unbelievable you do truly gain an appreciation that you would not understand in unless you flew on one of these aircraft. Well, well and, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just no, going to say, well, not only flying on them, but I haven't got to fly on them, so I'm sure that's another level. But we've had them come in, and you know, when they come into the FBO I worked at, yeah, when yeah. they show and you see a lot of the veterans they bring out and they're like in tears because they they were people that actually flew on yeah, those. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And you look at so you gain an appreciation alone just by going inside the aircraft when it's not in flight. And, you know, one of the things I'll remember is when they showed us the uh, the gunner position in the belly, mm-hmm. like how little those guys had to be, but oh, how, how the little, little ball turret, room, the little like ball the turret. So, like, oh, yeah. can you imagine being in one of those and seeing, like, an ME-109 just climbing up? And sh- I mean, dude, there's oh, nothing yeah. you can do but shoot back. Yeah, I know. I mean, these guys literally... Sometimes it seemed like suicide missions, and I, I don't, I'm not gonna quote exact numbers, but I know they they the U.S. produced almost like thirteen thousand B-17s, and I think around five thousand were lost. Oh yeah, that's crazy. crazy. That is crazy. Well, and I think there's only like nine or ten flying in the yeah. world today. So the appreciation he, after level is when you see it alone. I can't even imagine like flying on it. But well, think about too, it. like especially in the ball turret that these guys first off in order to stay warm they're wearing these big huge bulky and heavy yeah fur and yeah. leather you know um uh pants and coats or yeah. jackets gloves and and they're on this little tiny ball turret trying mm-hmm. to yeah. shoot but yeah the with other an thing oxygen too, mask right, on too but the other thing too is other than the pilots the majority of these crew members were like teenagers yeah they like were, they were 17 even, year old yeah kids yeah well talk about the responsibility absolutely you know absolutely and and it is it's so touching to see some of these 
uh, these people come in when these warbirds come in mm -hmm. that were actual crew members yeah. and you just see the look in their eyes yeah, and the tears on their faces and you can't I mean you can't even imagine I know the overwhelming like memories that they have that, that are coming through there so so yeah these warbirds to see them fly and and come around and well, and they're a treasure to to see to have they are thank god for these organizations that do this exactly yeah and let's just say thank you because mm -hmm. these yeah politicians that probably don't have a clue in yeah. what they really stand or, or, for or even or, or even the people you know even just the public that don't understand and then right. call for you know True. why does this so anyway so the the article continues again these aircraft serve as traveling museums able to visit communities across america and engage people who are not able to journey to the national air force museum in dayton ohio or smithsonian air and space museum in washington dc Attendees include school groups, veterans, the gen and the general public. Several U.S. presidents had even um, have even stopped to visit with these veteran warbirds to say thank you. In years past, World War II veterans were a common sight among the attendees, coming to show uh, family members their uh, contribution to the nation in decades past, often opening up about their wartime experiences for the first time. Other veterans were coming to say goodbye to their aircraft one last time. As President George W. Bush explained during the dedication of the Air Force Memorial in 2006, a soldier can walk the battlefields where he once fought. A Marine can walk the beaches he once stormed. But an airman can never visit the patch of sky he raced across to defend freedom. These aircraft are as close as veterans can get to their past. They serve as memorials for many. I brought my father, a World War II Army Air Force veteran, to visit the aircraft and we went for a flight. To share that moment with him was such an incredibly moving experience that I cannot describe how much it meant for both of us. With the passage of time, our World War II veterans are nearly all gone, including my father, but their aircraft remain. They are now visited by sons, daughters, grandchildren, great-grandchildren seeking to better understand their, fam their family's heritage. The visits remain powerful, far more impactful in, than looking at grainy black and white pictures. A quick scan of social media posts related to the recent crash reveals that the loss of the B-17 was not simply the destruction of a physical artifact. The aircraft had a soul. Thousands of lives, people who hold very powerful memories are intertwined with it. People are grieving for the loss. These historical aircraft have assumed an increased significance to our nation and our public, given air power's greatly diminished presence across America. Ever since the end of the Cold War, it has been more difficult for American citizens to realize the impact of air power. And I just want to inter intersect right here that that's why air shows are so important mm -hmm. and, and those type of things. So it, it really shows that. Um, from an Air Force perspective, the end of the Cold War saw its total size decline by over 30%. Wow. Its total number of fighter aircraft by almost 50%. Uh, cut by almost 50%. That's crazy. That is. Total number of bombers cut by over 70%. Numerous bases alone and the aerospace industrial complex consolidated from dozens of companies into less than a handful of major aircraft production facilities. Put simply, 
Air Power's longtime grassroots presence is fading away. This has, let's see, this has, this has had a effect upon our veterans and the public understanding of the value of air power to the nation, past and present. So for over a hundred years, American airmen have taken to the skies in defense of our nation. Whether during the advent of combat aviation in World War I, the massive air campaigns of World War II, battles over MiG Alley, air crews sitting alert through the Cold War, the valor displayed by airmen over Vietnam, flying missions into the world's most defended airspace in Desert Storm, air campaigns over Bosnia and Kosovo, and more recently the air operations in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Syria. American airmen have repeatedly put their lives on the line to defend our nation. It is important to honor these sacrifices in dedication to duty and service by the airmen who made them. That is precisely why Collings Foundation, the organization which owned and operated the B-17 that crashed, that's 909, mm -hmm. right. dedicated to much time, energy, money, and heart to this undertaking. It is a mission fundamentally centered around service to veterans, younger generations, and the public at large. It comes down to honoring and educating about what it means to be an American warrior aviator. In reaction to the crash, stories are now circulating in the media, several based on inaccurate conjecture, calling for the curtailment of vintage aircraft operations. Many driven by lawyers seeking to exploit this tragedy and cash in on the disaster. Lawyers and politicians. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And members, certain members of the media, I might <laughs> add. Yep. That is the wrong approach. We must let the investigation proceed and implement lessons learned to make such operations even safer. However, the reality is that nothing in life is free of risk. 17 people died in the Grand Canyon last year. That does not mean the government should close all national parks. This week's tragedy weighs heavily upon all of us. Our thoughts and prayers are with those who lost their lives, those injured, and their families. The mission of honoring veterans and educating members of the American public about their history remains vital. Historic aircraft must continue to fly. So just in light of that story, too, I just want to point out, um, he brought up a good point about the Grand Canyon. That's a great parallel. You know, mm -hmm. people die driving their cars every day. Um, yeah. more people are killed in vehicles than probably any other thing. So, right. so do we need to, do we need to get rid of vehicles altogether? I Nobody know. gets to drive anymore, yeah. but flying is inherently dangerous. Flying for man is an unnatural act. If it was, if man were meant to fly, we would have wings. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, um, anyway, you're going to have you're going to have accidents you're going to have loss of life it's just going to happen no matter how yeah. technologically advanced the aircraft or how how much knowledge we gain there is a risk to flying mm -hmm. that's that's whether it's in a warbird recreationally commercial uh, private commercial yeah, even military if we had wings i mean birds die all the time too right. flying is just a risk exactly it's, it can it can be dangerous and things are going to happen Birds fly. Does that mean we need to clip all their wings so they don't fly anymore? <laughs> I know. I mean, come on, yeah. people. When you when no, you have it's... these knee jerk reactions to stuff like this, stop and think 
and be logical for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then also stop and think about, I'm just going to say it, what a fucking idiot you sound like. <laughs> so yeah. you do have the freedom to express your your opinion. But again, yeah. a lot of times that opinion can make you look like an idiot. So yeah, it's just like think we have before the you fr- speak. freedom to comment on what they think. So, you know... Ramcheck Global and uh, all of us individually, we support these organizations that fly these vintage aircraft. And, you know, we appreciate what you do. And it's sad for the loss of life and the loss of the aircraft. But, you know, let's keep pushing forward and, and move on and and honor the people that we've lost in, in situations like this. But, you know, let's let's keep doing it because it's a good thing that you guys are doing. And we love and appreciate it. And uh, and Godspeed to those who lost their lives um, in this uh, in this tragic accident. Now, a lot of times these warbirds, they don't travel alone. And this was also the case with 909. Right. They had a sister warbird there with them. It was a B-25, I want to say. Yeah. And um, what, was, uh, what was her name? Do you remember? No, I don't. But I, this was also I, I from the... I wasn't reading up on that. But this is also from the Collins Foundation, correct? Yep. And um, we want to... It's part of their Wings of Freedom tour that they right. do. Okay. So we want to play a clip um, that's kind of touching. Uh, was the interaction of the flight crew of this B-25 with the tower as they were departing Windsor Locks, uh, Connecticut, after the accident. So let's go ahead and play that now. I think this is a good time to do that. Hey, uh, tower... Uh... B-25, uh, a chance to take a second and say something? Good. This is difficult, but uh, bear with us. Um, I think from everybody here, our crew, and the entire Carling Foundation, uh, we're uh, very appreciative and deeply sorrow for uh, everything. To all of you here at the airport, to the people of Connecticut, and especially those families that involved in this tragedy this week. On a personal note, and I guess it's even more difficult because we never do it, but uh, we got to leave behind two of our friends, Mac and Mike, and uh, our brothers, our brothers and fellow crew. Also, uh, a salute to uh, our good old friend, the 909. Calling to B25 is ready for departure. Thank you very much. We'll pass the word along. We're on six. Click for takeoff. Clear to go, only six, three, four, seven, six, call. Thank you, guys. Safe journeys, guys. Cool. So, what do you think? Yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's sad to hear it. It just kind of chokes you up, and you can tell the pilot, you know, is getting a little choked up. um, Right. In his, uh, in his transmission. So, um, we want to keep the warbirds flying, um, and uh, I, I think they should. Definitely. Yeah, and, and the best thing to do, um, you know, as an av geek and, and, and people listening to this in the aviation community is is go volunteer, mm-hmm. um, go donate your time, go donate your money, go pay to go on these flights because that's how they keep mm-hmm. the aircraft going. Absolutely. And pass that word and don't ever pass up an opportunity um, to tour in one of these or to fly in one of these um, these vintage aircraft. And, um, and like the article said, and like we were talking about, and Ryan had mentioned this and, you know, you do get to see some of the last of our veterans show up to these events and these fly-ins and these air shows. 
that actually maintained these aircraft, flew in these aircraft, uh, fought in these aircraft, and, um, um, you know, shake their hand. Yeah. And you know, thank tell them thank you. And just remember that might be the last opportunity you have for somebody from that era. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's really important um, to do those things. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, this might be a good transition into our next story. Um, uh, you know, because you see a lot of warbirds at air shows. And uh, we're getting pretty excited for Aviation Nation 2019 mm-hmm. that's happening yep. at Nellis Air Force Base. Yep. Um, the weekend of November 16th and November 17th, which happens to be my birthday. Thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, we're going to be down there. We're super excited for the air show. We know a lot of our uh, friends uh, that follow us and that we follow on Instagram are going to be there. Just a reminder, wear your RCG ramp swag. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe we'll kind of, you know, get together at a static somewhere and, and yeah. take a big group Do photo big or group something. Shot. That would be fun. But uh, um, I was looking at the website, and it looks like they've kind of uh, published a uh, tentative, yeah, preliminary uh, uh, schedule, preliminary schedule for their flying and for some of their static. They don't have a lot of static aircraft listed on the website yet, but. But we know, because we've all they, been there, that have, there's a ton more oh, aircraft um, there. But um, but the the schedule right now for Saturday and Sunday, um, uh, they're going to kick things off in the morning at 9.30 with the USAFA sailplane demo. Um, make sure you bring your hearing protection for that. Uh, that could <laughs> the be... The sailplane? <laughs> <laughs> that could be a little loud. Yeah, it's going to be a face melter. <laughs> anyway, that, you know, I mean. <laughs> and then, of course, the opening ceremony. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Had to do it. The opening yeah. ceremony. Go ahead. We're going to do it to get our six-year-old the, selves out every once The sailplane <laughs> attack demo on the field, you know. And, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, and of course, uh, the SOCOM paracommandos with the opening ceremony, you know, um, for, for the air show. But, um, uh, we're going to have, uh, the immortal red Baron versus the, uh, the rower air shows. Yeah. And we assume that's not the actual red Baron because I think that, you know, that was it's from World War in a I. museum somewhere. Yeah. yeah. The actual aircraft. <laughs> yeah. They didn't go steal it. Um, it's not Snoopy. And then here's something kind of interesting, a Lambo versus a Viper race. So do you think this is like a Lamborghini oh, yeah. versus an F-16 yeah, Viper? For sure. Probably. Yeah. I just hope they play the theme from Miami Vice when they do it. Sorry. That'd be funny. Um, MIG Fury demo, that'll be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Navy Legacy flight. And yeah, I wonder what that's going to be. That, that Now, I, I hear that they're going to have an E-18 Growler okay. um, as part of that flight. And then, oh, also the Navy's version of the, uh, the F-86. What is that again? The Fury. The, the Fury, okay, yeah. yeah, so. That's the MIG Fury, and they're probably going to fly together during that. Right. Because they're performing right before. Right, exactly. Um, and then a CH-53 Super Stallion demo. Yeah, you, That'll be cool. If you guys have never seen a Super Stallion fly, they are incredible. They're so huge. They're super. 
They are super <laughs> stallion huge. But and, they're awesome. And then uh, Vicky Benzing and her Boeing Stearman mm-hmm. uh, will be flying as well. And these next three things, they should be pretty cool. So this is the Nellis uh, CAD. I'm not sure what CAD stands for. But they're talking about an air-to-air demo and an air-to-ground demo. So I would guess it's like combat air demo. There you go, CAD. All right. Yeah, and then the air-to-air demo and an air-to-ground demo and then Nellis combat air demo. So Nellis has a lot of different aircraft that are based there. Yeah, so it could be really anything, uh, to be honest. So what, everything from A-10s to Mm F-16s, F-22s. F-35s, F-15s. Yeah, yeah. so that could be really, really cool. I'm sure we'll see everything. Hopefully we'll get, uh, uh, with our press credentials, we'll get some kind of uh, special access to... uh, uh, a lot of these different events and hopefully get to talk to and interview some of the pilots. Oh, yeah, and, we will. Definitely. Um, and then after that, now I've never seen this before, but a C-17 Globemaster three demo. Mm-hmm. The last um, time I, I saw, saw one. The yeah. last time I saw a C-17 demo was at Nellis. Was it? In 97 at the 50th anniversary of the U.S. That Air Force. Was okay. One, that was sure. the one I was there for. Was that the one where they did the short takeoff and yes. short landing demo yeah. and then it reversed its engine? Yeah. So I have seen one of these. Yeah, so yeah I'm pretty sure. That'll yeah. be cool. Uh, the SOCOM Paracommando Commandos will be uh, going again just before the F-35 Lightning II demo. Mm-hmm. That's going to be kick-ass. It is going to yep. be kick-ass. Um, Excited for that both, one. All three of us have seen an F-35 demo, and uh, um, yeah, they're pretty They're pretty amazing. Now, and then I'm guessing that this F-35 demo will transition to the next Heritage flight, which is supposed to be the F-35 and uh, three F-86 Sabres. Those will be cool. Um, oh. Which will be fun. Yep, I've never seen a Heritage flight like that before. And th- this weekend is the F-35 Lightning II demo's very last demonstration being based at Luke Air Force Base in Arizona ah. with uh, the pilot Dojo, who this mm-hmm. is his last weekend of performing. Oh, interesting. And then it's transitioning to Hill Air Force Base right. where there will be a new demo pilot announced. Uh, hasn't been announced yet. Uh-huh. Um, and now you saying this weekend or the weekend of aviation, Nation? aviation. Nation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, yeah, pretty exciting. So we'll so get maybe, to see Dojo one last I was going to say maybe, uh, he'll do a little extra since it's his last one. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you never know. <laughs> yeah. That would be maybe an extra pass or two. That would be awesome. And then of course, uh, capping off each day, um, the final performances of the season for the USAF Thunderbirds. Yes. Um, that goes without saying anymore. The yeah, Thunderbirds they're, they're are just always awesome to see. Always, always, show. always awesome. So, uh, Aviation Twenty Nine, Aviation Nation. Sorry, Twenty Nineteen. Um, just a little over a month away, November sixteenth and seventeenth at uh, Nellis Air Force Base. We're going to be down there. Make sure you communicate with us on Instagram. Um, and uh, let's get together. And if we see you wearing some wamp, wamp swag. <laughs> My gosh. Okay, I'm a food. If you see a putty tat, come see us and we'll give you some ramp swag. If if we see you wearing some ramp swag, 
uh, we just might stop you and give you some more. We've got or some really cool us. stickers. Yeah, come and find and us. You've listened Definitely. to us before, or you've looked online, or whatever. Just uh, say. Yeah, we'll bring Hello. patches and stickers. And, and, and once again, if you don't sure. have any said hashtag RCG Ramp Swag, go to our Ramp Swag store, rampcheckglobal.com, or follow the link through rampcheckreport.com. And uh, get your uh, get your ramp swag uh, before this air show and before any air show, or just get some for the hell of it. You know, Christmas yes. is uh, coming up here pretty soon. That's so, right. um, nothing Absolutely. like a little hashtag RCG ramp swag under the Christmas tree. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Cool. Nice. So yeah. So pretty much, I guess we covered that. Um, is there is there a couple other stories that you want to? Oh well, we might as well mention real quick that um, um, just yesterday or Saturday, uh, the Snowbirds, um, one of their jets crashed in Atlanta, mm-hmm. jet number five, pilot ejected safely, so that's good. And, and he's he's actually already been released from the hospital, so that's good. That's good. good. Um, the good investigation's news. still going on as to why he had. Uh, he felt like he had to eject. So nobody injured on the ground. Jet just crashed into a field. So That's good. Um, and that was probably because he probably pointed the jet that way and said, yeah. okay, I'm bailing out now, yep. making sure it's exactly. not going to crash into a neighborhood or anything. Absolutely. Because yep. usually those pilots are um, are awesome with that, and they're always trying to save um, – you know, save anybody from the ground mm-hmm. if something goes wrong. So. Um, and an F-16 went down in Europe. Uh, That's right, that in pilot Germany. Also, it was in Germany. Yep. So that pilot also ejected safely. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that's... Uh, that's that's I mean it's obviously bad to lose a bird but lose loss of life uh, yeah. is, is so much, much thankful more important. Pilots have um, so survived. Losing a B-17, one of the snowbirds, and an F-16... These things, I know this sounds superstitious and dumb, but these things <laughs> usually travel in threes. So hopefully that's that's yeah, the last hopefully we're done for for, a, while. for a little while. So, <laughs> um, so what do you think uh, before we uh, close out the podcast? Um, how about uh, we play a little game? Oh yeah, have that's a little right. sound fun. Yeah, well, I'll tell you so, what. Just why don't on the last so on the last podcast we played a sound and we had to try and guess. What it was. And see what uh, what aircraft it was, um, and that was the uh, that was the Sea Fury, right? Yeah, that was the one Ryan. I played. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ryan, Ryan played that. Fury. So we decided that we're going to try a couple of more sounds. Now you guys can play along with us too. Um, we're obviously going to give away the answer, but uh, uh, see if you can guess what the sound is first. But Ryan, well, I was just going to lead off. It's it's not necessarily one to guess because you'll know right away, but. But it's just, just an awesome It's just an awesome out. sound bite, or a few sound bites. So um, why don't I just start off with listening to something, and then while you guys get the stuff ready that you want, okay? okay. Here we go. Excuse me. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, we got him close. Oh, no. Here it comes again. Oh my right god. Right here, listen. <laughs> what a few more of them. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a 
So, oh, dude. Oh, I man. mean, if you're an app geek, you know exactly oh, what that yeah, sounds like. Exactly. And, and, and even if you're like a ground soldier, you know yeah. exactly what that oh, is. So, because yeah. that's got to be the best sound yeah. to your ears when you're in combat. Right. Or what the I, worst, depending well, on what side. What you're I love about. is that at least one of one of those clips on that video was of troops that look like they were in combat. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, a lot of those are. And some of them are just training, but like yeah. the one where they're in combat, dude, the fact that they're just laughing their asses off is oh. so cool because you just know... You know they're scared ex- shitless yeah. in combat. Mm-hmm. But Experiencing then that live. You get this A-10 show up. Yep. And it's, I mean, I, I've watched several videos, yeah. you know, of of guys <laughs> filming A-10s going in there and they're calling in the air support and the A-10s show up and they're just cheering their asses off. So because the your... A-10 is just tearing shit up. So I'm just... It's like your guardian angel, you Yeah, know? It's, it's like, like, I just gotta hear this part one, one more time. <laughs> just when they start what? laughing and then... Oh, and then you... It I just love you oh, just damn. hear it go. Yeah, anyway. that is that's badass. Okay, yeah. I got my. I got, okay, so I that got, was that's obviously the eight. Yeah, yeah, that's so, an obvious yeah. one. Okay, so here's here's okay. a good here's hold a good it, one. Hold it away. So I, yeah, we're gonna try and guess here. Ooh, hold on. I think I might. Oh, know. wait, hold, hold on. on. I'll flip the clip play. Oh, what? Hold your horses, brother. <laughs> oh, I know that sound. Obviously, it's a C5. Yeah. yeah Definitely a C5, C5, C5A and B, not yep. the C5M. That's right. Um, C5M now has the new engines that don't give it that howl and that, that whine. sucks. I know. That was way. such a cool sound. That um, is. Yeah, I would have guessed that too because I love the sound. Yeah, of the that, that is a pretty awesome yeah. sound. Never well, again will we hear that. All the C5s oh, so are either sad. retired in, <laughs> uh, you know, down in uh, Davis Monthan or they're converted to a C5M wow. variant. So. Yeah, the unmistakable sound of the C5A or B <laughs> taken off. So awesome. and, and I've experienced that firsthand yeah, flying on a C5 to and so from lucky. Europe. Yeah. Um, but uh, you can feel that sound too, and and it's so cool. And I think I've talked about this before. But flying on the C5, when you first get on, mm-hmm. you know they've got the AC packs running, and and you can just see the condensation coming out of yeah, the out of the air so vents. Cool. And it's just like it's a breathing monster. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, so freaking amazing. Okay, you ready for my turn? Yeah. Okay, yes, here we go. It. Here's mine. Okay, I think the volume's out. Right. Okay, just listen. And it really down just a tad. I already have an idea. This is one of my favorite yep. airliners when I was growing up. And this airliner has a distinct sound to it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. That's an easy one. That's a 727. That's a, that's a 727. Yeah. 727. Oh, so yeah. Awesome. Oh, and you know, it's funny because back when... Um, these were flying all over the place. They were just common. 
You know, yeah. and you're like, yeah. oh, it's oh, another yeah. 727. Now when you see one, it's a treat. Yeah, yeah. I know. Because you just never get to you see them anymore. used to work anymore. with them all the time, working the ramp. Yeah, yeah the, fuel a lot, a lot yep. of charters yep. uh, flew the, the uh-huh. uh, sports, sports charters. Champion Air. Champion Air was Air, big time right. with those. Always Northwest used to always fly them in. Oh, have you guys yeah. ever flown on a 727? Yes, yeah. I have. What airlines? Delta was mine. Delta? Uh, I've, I've flown on a Delta one and uh, Continental. Continental? Uh-huh. Wow. I actually flew on Delta out of Oklahoma City. When yeah, Tony I remember that. Out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I've flown on a Delta 727 and a TWA 727. Wow. Yeah. Not me, not so when I flew on the Continental 727, that was from Salt Lake City to Newark. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, rented a car and drove up to a little uh, get together called Woodstock '94. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, way Just back kidding. in the day. Well, back in 1994. <laughs> anyway, um, so do you have one for us, Ryan? Sure, why not? Okay. I don't know how good the sound quality will be, but we will. Oh, that's a sailplane. No. Fast forward it a little bit. You never know with these videos. Right. Any here time, it comes, brother. Here it comes. <laughs> that sounds oh, like an F-35. F-35. Yep. It's not, though. It's not? Really? Nope. What is it then? Hmm. Can we play it one more time? No. Give us a well, hint. I mean, it's it's a larger aircraft. F-15. Larger? No, like large. Oh, oh B-1. 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay. B-1. In unison. Yeah. Once okay. again. Yeah, right. Just so everyone can get it, just one more time. Watch the video too. Let's see here. Watch how cool this is. Look at that. Oh yeah. Sweat back wings. You know, um, when I lived in Arizona, um, Ooh, nice. I went down to the Davis Monthan Air uh, Air Force Base Air Show a uh-huh. bunch of times, and one of the air shows, they had a B one doing flybys like that demo, and um, and his last flyby, he you know went by a full afterburner, oh, and then wow. just almost pulled vertical and did like a barrel roll up into the clouds. A B1. So a B1. Cool. And it was like That's so cool. The baddest ass thing I've ever seen. Seriously. So I got to see a B2 Spirit do a flyby. That was at uh, one of the air shows I went yeah. to in Oklahoma City. Oh, I, um, I we saw one either up at Hill or I at think Nellis. we saw one at Nellis too, but uh I was surprised at how quiet that thing was. Oh yeah, yeah. that's why you know it was you know just why they call it the stealth, the, the spirit, the stealth. <laughs> okay, I got I um I I I think I might have one, but I'm trying one to more? queue it up. So. All right, so hold on one second. Anytime. <laughs> do, 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 Let's see. Do. It's intermission. No, that was a dumb one. That was a dumb one. Sorry. That's all right. Well, so, Aaron, I wanted you briefly before we ended the podcast tell us a little bit about your experience up at Hill Air Force Base spotting just this last week. Oh wait, you Absolutely. got something? No. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. We'll 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 go well, ahead into the next. I mean, F thirty fives now, however cool they are, 
you could almost say it's starting to become a little bit more and more routine to see them. Yeah. Even it, though it's super special, well, but speci- you got to see yeah, something so, a little bit different this time yeah, around. Yeah, so, so we're here in, in Utah, which is, uh, you know, home of Hill Air Force Base, Utah, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, home to the U.S. Air Force, um, you know, first um squadron of combat coded f-35a models Mm -hmm. which is awesome they actually have uh one of their squadrons deployed right now dropping some heavy iron on you know terrorists bad guys that deserve it exactly um and uh, and they're constantly training up there obviously Mm -hmm. um and uh i was up there last week uh, actually, it was the end of last week, I think. Yeah, it was the end of last week. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I was just, you know, up there, um, you know, just photographing whatever it could get coming in. And then all of a sudden, I hear on the radio this call of, you know, a flight of two, of a flight of two, uh, four aircraft formations inbound. So a total of eight. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, and and I'm looking, and I can tell they're F-35s, and I'm like, oh, this is sweet. They fly overhead. And then they they break midfield and you know they they come in one at a time for landing, and then all of a sudden I see they're in Stovall, and I'm like, holy shit, that's a whole group of F-35Bs, and I've never seen an F-35B in in Stovall mode. Right. We've seen them fly over, um, you know, um, in I think Tony, you and I saw an F-35B for the first time in Yuma. When we were down there That's on some right. business, remember they flew over. I do remember It was that. when the Marines got their, you know, first mm-hmm. uh, delivery of some of the yep. F-35B models. I think those were the first F-35s ever I that think we had seen in flight. I, they were, ever. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What so. is uh, Stovall? What's the acronym? So it's short takeoff yeah. vertical landing. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just in case anyone else was wondering besides me. Yeah, so, me. so for, for those of you that don't really know much about the F-35s or very little, there's the A model which is the conventional uh jet that basically just lands and takes off right. conventional pretty much the air force the air force version mm-hmm. has it has an internal 25 millimeter gun they can use for strafing or air-to-air combat um, um and then there's the b model which is basically like for the marine corps um and it, it can actually take off and land vertically it it does short takeoff because when it's loaded it needs a little bit of mm-hmm. a run to, to take off um, but, but that, that's such a unique jet because I mean, it can hover, um, you know, it can land and, and take off, you know, on, on, you know, little amphibious assault ships. Well, and to um, see the nozzle shift oh, it's from, so cool. yeah. you know, in flight. It's, to, it's yeah. amazing. It's yeah. really cool. It is amazing. Looking. And then there's the C model, which is the, basically the Navy version for the aircraft carrier variant mm-hmm. has beefier landing gear, has a bigger wing, um, and uh, the that's, bat. that's right, the bat. And because uh, it, it really does look like a bat mm-hmm. in the air uh, with that huge wing. But but anyway, so so yeah, so the Marine Corps, uh, uh, um, they uh, they're up there training at, at Hill Air Force Base right now. Um, I believe they have about uh, 10 uh, B models up there uh, that they're training, uh, which is really cool. Um, the. Um, VMFAT 501 out of uh, South Carolina. Um, that's it's a training squadron for nice. F-35Bs, and so a bunch of these new pilots are out there training. Um, and um, there's also um, the VMFA 312, which is a checkerboards. There they have a bunch of uh, F-18C Hornets up there, mm-hmm. Legacy Hornets. Oh yeah, and they're playing um, 
they're the Red Air Force, so they're out there doing air-to-air training and The Red combat. Air Force, I mean, they're the aggressors? The aggressors, exactly. And so um, so that's cool to see, you know, the Marines up there, mm-hmm. you know, playing around with the U.S. Air Force, you know, the F-35As that are, that are the stationed there. Um, so that that's really cool to see. I've got a, I've got a new hashtag I want to introduce right now um, based on the F-35B model. Yeah. Get ready? Hashtag total Stovall. <laughs> total what do you Stovall. Think? It's perfect. So if, like you, if you're out there, you Stov- take any pictures of the B models out there, um, obviously tag us, but uh, use the hashtag total Stovall. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah. So. And you can see those pictures that Aaron's talking about on uh, our Instagram. It's so at cool. Ramchet Global in total Stovall. That's hard to say. <laughs> at at Ramchet Global yeah. in total Stovall. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah, and that thing just looks cool. Yeah, in, in it really Stovall is mug. cool, and it's so loud too because the oh, throttle yeah. is up. You know when it's well, and I remember how loud the uh, the AV8 the oh the Harriers, Harriers are. are so loud too. And this oh, is even which, louder than the Harrier, yeah. in my opinion. Which yeah, you but, must uh, have like felt like you wanted to post a picture of a Harrier, right? Because didn't you post yeah, one? I did like, one recently. Not long after that. Yep, <laughs> yeah. there it is, right yep, there. That's right. Probably yeah. out at Wendover, right? Uh, that one's actually at uh, Phoenix Mesa. Oh, Gateway that Airport. one's when you were working down there. But gotcha. Um, gotcha. Uh, another co- cool thing going on up at Hill Air Force Base is they actually have some of the contract aggressors up there. Mm-hmm. And this is going to happen more and more because of, you know, 388th and the 419th um, with the F-35s is... Uh, uh, ATAC actually has um, some jets up there. They had some uh, Hawker Hunters up there and also some Kafers, which are the old Israeli um, jets um, as aggressors. Oh, wow. So they'll be flying in and out of there. And I don't have any shots of those yet because I haven't been up since they arrived. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to, to catch those. But that's that's really cool. A lot of, a lot of the, the military, the Air Force, the, the Navy... Uh, the Marines, you know, they, they have these contract aggressors because it's cheaper to actually have them fly their airframes. Mm-hmm. And um, the aggressors, though, with these contract companies are actually getting way more advanced now. I mean, even um, there's aggressors now that, that have, uh, you know, the, the F, F1 Mirages now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a supersonic fourth generation fighter. Right. So, um, so that's cool. Um uh, and speaking of aggressors, this cool little tidbit of news. So the 57th um, wing down at Nellis Air Force Base, you know, they're mm-hmm. in charge of the aggressors. Right. Well, the uh, the new paint, the Rafe, they call it, uh-huh. which is the black and red one, um, oh. they posted on their Facebook today that that jet is in paint, getting painted right now. Wow. So that's going to be cool That'd to see. That would be cool. Yeah. Well, and, so we might uh, see it at Aviation Nation on static. We could on, or on static, or we could even see it, of course, uh, coming yeah. up in Red Flag. Oh, yeah. Uh, we will for know, sure. Next, next, next. That and Ghost. And, and if you guys haven't seen our Ghost um, products that we have on the Ramp Check, on rampcheckglobal.com in the Ramp Swag store, uh-huh. we have a lot of the F-16 Ghost aggressor. We have T-shirts, stickers. Seems uh, to be hoodies. popular, doesn't it? It, it, it is, yeah. yeah. And especially when when we when uh, I sent the images to uh, TX Avgeek, mm-hmm. 
uh, he was like, he loves the ghost aggressor. And so he, he was like freaking out. He loved it. So Good he time a, right around Halloween to I get <laughs> something with ghost in it. I know. Oh, so he, he has one of our ghost stickers on, on his car. Uh-huh. He has a ghost shirt. And nice. so it's really cool. Nice. Very cool. Um, so, yeah, so much so much out there to cover and of course uh you know we usually keep the podcast right to around an hour uh give or take but um uh for more uh aviation news and especially breaking news between podcasts Mm -hmm. go to rampcheckreport.com uh we keep that up to date a lot of current events again there's a link to the ramp swag store there um, and, uh, you know, some aviation and aerospace resources as well. Mm-hmm. You want to look up air show information, we've got a link to that um, mm-hmm. in, in there as well. So um, other than that, uh, Aaron, why don't you tell us where everybody can catch you on social media? Yeah, so at Aaron Rumfollow uh, is my Instagram and my Twitter. Um, you can catch all, basically, all of the aviation stuff that I post because I am the photographer of the group. Um, at Ramp Check Global, um, and then of course the Ramp Ch- Ramp Check website, rampcheckglobal.com, um, and uh, yeah, check us out, follow us, leave comments, communicate. We we love all the interaction, and uh, yeah, pretty much that's it for me. You can find me Ryan at at Rum Follow Me. Um, that's my personal. Instagram account, but uh, I'd love to have you follow at Ramchat Global. Cooler stuff on there. <laughs> and as well, uh, my personal uh, Instagram is at trumfollow. Um, the majority of our content, though, of course, is at rampcheckglobal.com. Um, Aaron had mentioned uh, a little bit about the interaction that we're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the, the design suggestions that we've received for the Ramp Swag Store, a lot of that is inspired by your input, so keep that mm-hmm. coming. Yeah. Especially the F-35 bat. Yeah, the bat shirt and sticker that we just yep. created. Um, yeah, that was uh, one of our followers messaged us and was like, hey, I love your stuff. Um, I would love to see an F-35C you know, with the words, the bat across it. And so I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So I put together um, an F-35C silhouette, you know, added some, you know, some cool elements to it, uh, got a, a, a bat clip art and threw the bat word right on there. We went back and forth a few times because I wanted, you know, it was, it was his idea and yep. I wanted to tweak it to his liking and uh, he loved it. And he did order a bat shirt and a, and a, and a bat sticker, and he's happy. So that's go. awesome. We love that. If, yeah, any suggestions or any um, – and I know some of you have done that, um, and some of the designs we've been able to do and some we haven't been able to do yet. But, um, yeah, you know, keep, keep keep those ideas coming. We love creating content for uh for our followers and our listeners absolutely we appreciate it i love all the halloween nostalgia right now in october we got the bat we got ghosts we do what's next a witch (laughs) yeah a witch a witch um so yeah thanks again for listening to the ramp check podcast don't forget uh, we are available on apple podcasts uh on apple podcasts make sure you subscribe yeah. What was that? Was that a ghost? <laughs> that was the cherry. Um, 
Make sure you subscribe, uh, rate it, uh, give us a five star review, leave us a comment, yeah, um, and uh, and then also uh, make sure you click follow when you're checking this out on SoundCloud. And don't forget, we've got this is what our 29th or 30th episode right now. Yeah, um, awesome. we've got That's a good. lot of other episodes. So you know what? If you feel like binging, if you're going on a road trip, maybe you're yeah, homesick. Not homesick, but at home sick. <laughs> well, and home. Oh, I guess at home sick yeah. too. Um, give us a binge listen. Start at episode one and listen all the way up to yeah. our latest episode. Yeah. Uh, there's some pretty entertaining. And if you start at episode one, just give us a little bit of time, because we really it... sound like a bunch of right. hopey, ho- like hokey dopey. It's <laughs> kind of like watching The Office. You have to get through the first like four or five. There you go. Episodes <laughs> right. before we feel like Thanks, we kind of get it. Good. Perfect. Right. Shun. Just unshun. <laughs> just <laughs> just remember. Everybody has to start somewhere. And we started at, well, episode one. <laughs> we started uh, somewhere. Anyway, we're also available on uh, Google Podcasts and SoundCloud. So thanks again for listening to the Ramp Check Podcast. Uh, look forward to your comments and your interaction. And uh, I'm going to send it over to Ryan for our usual send off. Good day. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> thanks, I Michael. Stand for a minute.